In the summertime, it's important to stay hydrated. It's important to stay cool. And it's also important. And that's why we're selling shutter shades. No, we're not selling. Sun- Brightly sh- colored oh. shutter shades. So you, everybody Anthony. looks. Stay cool. <laughs> Your dog and cat. Shutter shades for dogs and cats. Your pets need to stay cool. With shutter shades. Hydrated. Give your dog or cat more water in the summer than they than they usually have. It's important. Keep them in cool places. Don't leave them outside in the hot summer months. Think about it and be more careful. Also, think about shutter shades. I got a really good deal on shutter shades. A tuba? You get oh. a tuba player at a party? Oh, this is classy. I'm sorry, what? I said this is classy! This is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Canada. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, Concerned Citizens. Speaking of classy. Yeah. Um, we might have to reclassify physics. Oh, fuck off. See what I did there? Jesus. How, why, you made me drop an F-bomb within the first 13 <laughs> seconds. I'm trying my hardest not to curse anymore, but you got to uphold your end of the bargain and just not not be a cornball. <laughs> well, I can't do that. You I'm can't. There, there was no bargain. I uh, he yeah. would never make that bargain. This is a fascinating story. This was sent to us by Laura Ryan. Uh, she sent this into we have concern show at gmail.com. Oh, I think that I think that might be the first time we've heard Laura Ryan's name. Thank I you, Laura so. Ryan. Welcome. Yes, love to have new contributors. Uh, this is an article that I was all over the place. Big science news. Basically, Mac and Cheetos. Mac and Burger Cheetos. King, Mac and Big Cheetos. Big science news. The science behind Burger King, Mac and Cheetos. We fucked our palates again. I would, I would not be surprised if that was the big science news this week. What with the quality of science blocks. Uh, yeah, I That's know. I got things to say as an old man. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, no, this is actually but it is the legit groundbreaking. So, we found another example. We, we thought we'd seen one before, but now there is confirmation of an example of a nucleus inside an isotope that is pear-shaped. And non-symmetrical. So this is huge news because there is a fundamental principle of of particle physics called CP symmetry. CP stands for charge symmetry and parity symmetry. There's two types of symmetry, but they go together always. According to our laws of physics, never is this violated. So it basically means something is physically symmetrical, meaning... It looks the same on either side, yeah. no matter what. But also, its charge is symmetrical. So if you have a positively charged ion and a negatively charged ion, they behave the same. Okay. So a pear-shaped nucleus is not symmetrical. It's pear-shaped. I'm not going to shame a pear-shaped nucleus for that, Jeff. That's good. There's point. room for all kinds of nuclei. Okay. I, mean, I think they're beautiful too. I don't, yeah, I don't care what the science media tells you. Okay. Right. You don't have to be a perfectly symmetrical nucleus. That's true. All right. There are you just buy genes that are flattering for your body type. That's it's the about, thing. It's more about the shopping. It is. It is. And that's and the you just thing. have to be aware. Yeah. That's who you are. Own it. Look. Sure, you're not going to see a lot of pear-shaped uh, plastic molecule models. No. No, you're not going to see- In all the molecule magazines, they no. don't show up. They don't show up, and they don't put them in the windows of the no. of the science stores. But that doesn't mean they're not beautiful. <laughs> the science stores. Yeah, the science stores. I want to go window shopping. You buy the, all your science. In the science district. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love their Christmas displays, by the way. Absolutely beautiful. They really go all out. They up. go up earlier and earlier every year, though. That's true. And I just, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I can't get behind it. Um. 
so this is huge news because uh, basically we got the uh, isotope known as radium-224 and now barium-144 both are confirmed by CERN as having pear-shaped asymmetrical nuclei. So on the, uh, so on the surface of this, it, it, you kind of go – you kind of hear it and you go, so what, right? Like yeah. you kind of go, all right, well, uh, whatever. Things things are different shape. That's cool. You know, sometimes like we thought there were 13 kinds of trees and now there are 14 kinds of trees. Like who gives a shit? Right. Uh, but because of this CP symmetry thing that you're talking about, well, that's not supposed to be there. It's not supposed to be there and we've built everything on the fact that all of these, all of these nuclei are supposed to be the same. Right. They have to be the same for our model of the physical universe to work. Yeah, for everything we've built particle physics on the back of is this is never violated. Mm -hmm. This symmetry is always intact, and yet it isn't. So there are some theories that say— So this is probably why you've seen like a lot of particle physicists just throwing themselves out of windows this week. It's been crazy. It's been really bad. It's they, gotten really bleak. It's gotten really dark. Just running down the street screaming. They go into this sort of existential crisis— I what have one, I even been working for? What have I been doing? I saw one in a grocery store just attacking all of the pears. Yeah. In in the You ruined my life. How dare you? I didn't ruin my marriage. <laughs> you did. You did. Sir, please. All of my all of my fucking hours. Please, sir. At the particle accelerator were for nothing. You're gonna have to pay for those Judy's pears. God! Oh. She's gone. Sir, uh and pears are just they're apples that taste like they have crumbs in them anyway. That's true. That's it's actually how we gross. market them. Sir, please, could you just, one second, just calm it down. Have a banana. No! <laughs> um, this, when you tell a particle physicist that the bananas that we eat now are different, than, are completely different fruits than the bananas that we ate 50 years ago, uh, then they, they like really the freak the fuck out. Yeah, they are not happy. Because um, I guess they don't go on Facebook or, or the internet because everybody right. knows that shit. <clears throat> Uh, so the idea that this may indicate – so basically there's been this big mystery yeah. of how come we don't see antimatter, right? If if there's symmetry in the universe, as we thought there was, all of the matter that we're seeing, there should also be an equal amount of antimatter. But mm-hmm. there is no naturally occurring antimatter that we've been able to detect. So all the uh, – over many decades – well, because that's all in Earth too, Jeff. That's like where the well, Reverse Flash lives, and where the Justice League is the crime syndicate. Yeah, like there's a lot of like, it's like you're not paying attention. I know it does seem that way. You know what I mean? It does seem like I'm not paying that's, attention. That's like where Kirk and Spock have goatees. Yes, you know the negative zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the negative zone. Right. Like this is clear. This has all been written about in like the best journals. <laughs> yeah, and by journal, Richards wrote about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Illuminati Bruce when they get Wayne together, wrote yeah. about it. Bruce Wayne didn't write about it, but he carbon dated something, and he went, wait, (laughs) something's not right. Yeah, I got to get this to uh, Hal Jordan immediately. Um, Yeah, so this might be a reason as to why we're not seeing antimatter. If things aren't in balance, if there is no symmetry in the universe, maybe there's just less antimatter than matter. Does it matter? Huh. So so here's my thing, and and I could be... I could be 100% wrong because I'm not a fucking particle physicist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm, a barely, I'm barely a grown man. <laughs> I barely showered this week. Yeah. Um, but I was always under the impression that antimatter was, we sort, of, we sort of took it to exist, but we haven't really seen it. Right. Well, we know it exists 
because it has to based on the equations. But what if the equations are wrong? Well, that's the thing, right? So that yeah, that's the thing, right? Is is like okay, well, if there's all this balance, then we can take it. We can take it to mean that there should be antimatter, right? right? And so we know it's out there. We just got to figure out how to see it or whatever, or yeah. why we why we're not seeing it or blah 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 blah. Or maybe it, it just ain't real. Maybe it's like ether. Remember ether? Oh God, we were so big on ether. Yeah, we thought ether was so Ooh, sweet. Ether was the hotness. That's of the where 19th stuff century. was. Mm. What's it made of? Ether, motherfucker. Sometimes I put stuff there. I'll just yeah. put it right out in the ether. Put it right out in the ether. What does it do? It just floats there. Yeah. I've never seen it float there, well, course, but the ether has the ether. to exist. Yeah. Has to exist. So that's what this is all filled with. Right. What is it, just air? Fuck no. You. It's ether. There's a lot of room between all those air particles. What's in, the, in that room? And then heavier things uh, fall, uh, fall faster because they displace the ether more. And this yeah. is all science. <laughs> this is all established science. science, and we all know that it's true. Um, this is, you know, and, and this is kind of the thing. Uh, when I think of particle physics or, 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 or quantum physics or string theory or all this stuff, I mean, it's all kind of like... It's all kind of like this out on the edge searching for answers. Here are the most likely answers sort of thing. Yeah. And and as we repeat them over and over again and uh Michio Kaku makes more more and more TV specials about them. Yeah. We just sort of go, "Oh yeah, that's the thing that's real." Right. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it the thing that's real? Until it's not. Yeah. Until and I don't know not. how much this proves or disproves antimatter or whatever, but right. I, I I can it's always kind of interesting to see like how much we take as human beings on and this is one of the problems with peer review right now right in, yeah. in in the in the scientific community is like there's so many things that we take as true right and they've been true for so long that when they're not true anymore we're just kind of like eh, but it is yeah eh, you have to do a lot of work to unprove that and you know the guy who wrote the paper is like but we never actually proved it <laughs> yeah can we all take a step back well that's the other problem too is that everything is filtered through pop science now and all of the articles about this discovery. I'd like to apologize for my part in that. Yeah, I know. We're definitely <laughs> complicit in that. But every single article about this that I that I searched for, because after I read this, I was like, I got to find out more about this. Every single one, whether it's the BBC, whether it's Science Alert, it doesn't matter how legit the website is. Whether it's that uh, one Facebook account with the GIFs that I love. Oh, that guy. Science GIFs. On top of it. Hot Science They're GIFs. animated even. Uh, all symmetrical, oddly. Hmm. Um, they all had the same headline, which is, this could ruin time travel. Now, the idea behind that is that since it's pear-shaped... <laughs> For who? Right, exactly. For who is it gonna... Oh, man, we gotta stop all the time travel we've been doing. I know. We gotta... I have been going back in time and stepping on all the butterflies I can. Yeah, and, and now, now this guy found a pear-shaped And now nuclei. the fucking science police say that I uh, can't do it anymore. Well, sorry. You know what, though? In all honesty, I was really tired of every butterfly I step on leading to just, like, a world where the Nazis are in power. Yeah. Like, literally, no matter what you do, you go back in time... You step on this butterfly, you step on that butterfly, yeah, you kill matter. that dinosaur. Always Nazis. Always Nazis. You know what it Maybe is? Maybe they're lizards. Maybe they're well, robots. Well, they're lizard Nazis, but they're still sure. Nazis. They're still Nazis, though. Like, it's a lizard hit. What we don't realize is the Nazis had a purely butterfly-based economy, and we didn't, we didn't understand that when they rose to power. It's actually beautiful. I mean, that's the thing, is like... There's a lot of complexity, even to the, even to the villains, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You're conflicted because a butterfly is so beautiful, and it leads to so much evil. Yeah, but, you know, 
there's really something to the fact that I guess Hitler is the fulcrum of of all history. No matter what happens, Hitler is the tur- Hitler is that turning point, right? Yeah. Like no matter what story it is, no matter what's going on, no matter when it's written, doesn't matter yeah. if it was written in 1955 or today or a hundred years from now. Yeah. You step on the wrong thing when you go back in time, and you're gonna make a Hitler. That's Godwin's law of time travel. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Everything has a Hitler-shaped nucleus. <laughs> That's the thing. He's, he, he He's was literally at the center of everything. He, he, was, was he was pear-shaped. So if you look really close at the pear-shaped nucleus, uh, it's pear-shaped, but at the very top, it also has a little mustache. It's a little teeny mustache, which, I mean, technically is the Charlie Chaplin mustache, You'd but think. it's been ruined. Poor Charlie Chaplin. It's been Chaplin. ruined. Uh, no, so here's so the idea this, behind this. Who is this ru- ruining time travel for? The idea behind this is that the... The if you imagine what a pear looks like, the the smaller end, which is kind of pointing, yeah, uh, they've determined that that end in the nucleus of these isotopes is always pointing at a specific point in space time. So they're saying if it always points to that direction, then time only flows in one direction. Ergo, ipso facto, QED. Time travel is impossible because time only flows in one direction. Now, I know you're just boiling that down for me because I'm a layman. I know you're boiling it down for all the concerned citizens out there. But when you boil it down like that, doesn't it sound too simplistic to be true? Yes. They're basically saying that these pear-shaped nuclei are the little arrow on the GPS of time. On the Google Maps of time. It's pointing the one direction, and therefore we can only go that direction. That's the way you got to go. Yeah. If you go the other way, it's got to recalculate, and then you wind up with a Hitler. Uh, Real quick question. (laughs) Can we just change the way the arrow is pointing? See, now this is what TV writers are going to (laughs) do. This is why you can't write a headline like this. Or maybe you can, because it makes for some really good fucking TV. But um, people like me are going to read this, and they're going to go, oh, no, but like... If you found a way to flip all the directions and all the nuclei in a specific area, that area would go back in time. All I need is some isotopes, a a shit ton of isotopes. Then you have the scene where we break into the lab and steal all the isotopes. And and they're all so confused. Why would they want all these isotopes? They have no street value. Isotopes of radium-144, they have no no street value. And then they think we're going to make a weapon. That's what they think. Right. They're going to make some sort of a weapon. We're not going to make a weapon, you idiots. But there's one Jeff Goldblum scientist who understands what they're actually up to. Because he lost the one he loved. He did. And that's why he started researching all this. He goes, I know what they're going to do, but it's impossible. It it, it seems impossible until you look closely at the isotope's nucleus. Let's get to the heart of the problem, the center of the issue, where it's all pears as far as the eye can see. Pears all the way down. Yeah. And then they realize all they have to do is change the pears' direction. Boom, bing, boom. They show up. Hitler standing there with our thieves. It's always Hitler. Surrounded by isotopes. Always They're all high-fiving, but Jeff Goldblum's there with his team of elite commandos. And he's got to like he's got to decide right because this pocket of space time right Hitler's back but so is the the love of his life yes she's back but by reversing it he'll reverse the pocket of space time that allowed a Hitler which is probably like a lizard or a robot Hitler we haven't oh, really it's decided definitely a lizard it's one robot of those two Hitler. depends on whether it's like sci-fi or BBC America or like what network it's on you know well, I think it's a lizard with like robot arms yeah definitely BBC America yeah but still a little mustache mm, definitely BBC America <laughs> so uh, but if he reverses it yes he loses her again. 
definitely. But so it's the even the though conundrum. logically you could just be like, well, couldn't she just step out of that pocket of space time? No, that's you just trap Hitler in the space time universe, and he could have, no, no, that's not no, the no. way it works. She can't do because, that because on BBC America, the way it works is the person you love has to be trapped. Yes, and you got to lose them. And but there's got to be a really heartfelt, teary monologue first. Yeah, and then it all reverses, and then. Bang, a flash of white light, and Jeff Goldblum is just standing in a supermarket, and he looks down at this fruit aisle, and he reaches slowly, and he picks up the apple. And he picks up the apple. He made his choice. He made his choice. He made his choice. Uh, The only question I have about all this is... uh how the BBC afford Jeff Goldblum? That seems like wow. Good yeah, for them. Good for them. Good for them. Really good on them. Maybe it's a mini series event or something. Yeah. Uh, but this is a leap to take, right? This is a huge leap to take because this is something. Th- this is probably based on some offhanded comment or a a really a really general theory or a big like hmm. We think maybe yeah. that some that some guy on the team said, and now everybody's making fun of him because he's like, "You're the guy that fucked us," <laughs> right? Or if Way it to was bring a P- time travel into this, or if it was a PR person, yeah, everybody's high fiving that PR person right. except for the scientists who are grumbling in the corner because they're like, "Fucking PR," yeah, and but- you know, and somebody's like, "Well, Steve, this is how this is how we get our money." <laughs> This is right. how we get our money. That's the for, only to way fund that our happens. research. Yeah. Like, if they want to talk hey, time travel, as long as we get the checks, yeah. we can keep doing our no research. No one would have read this article if we hadn't put time travel in the headline. But yeah, it's like That's uh, the bummer to me. We we don't even know why these things are the way they are yet, and we're deciding what they do. Right. Right? Yeah. We don't even know what it is, why it's happened, what's going on. We just found out that it's possible, yeah. and we've Already decided what they do. That's the fucking time travel arrow. That's the time That's travel arrow. That's the Marty arrow. McFly arrow. And let alone the fact that proof that time travel doesn't exist is already here because no one has come back to do any shit. That you know of. Oh. Maybe it's secret? Well, not only that, but if they come back and they do it, it changes everything. You know, you know that whole thing. Yeah. You know that whole thing. That's true. But at the same time, Kyle Reese. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like, what do you do? Enough said. You know what I Kyle mean? Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese. Like, what do you what do you do? Like, is, is it a Terminator kind of time travel? Is it a Doctor Who kind of time travel? There are a lot of different kinds of time travel, Jeff. There is. There One are. One of them could be possible. That's but true. probably not. Probably not because of the fucking pairs, dude. Probably because of these pairs, though. The arrows of the pairs are pointing in a specific direction, and now we're fucked. So this is huge news. What if I make a giant pear-shaped ship? Oh, a pear ship. Kind of like- Pointing wherever you want it to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's, That's real, real good, right? Good. Yeah. I like Maybe that. I put a magnet in the front, you know, and that way the point <laughs> is whenever I turn it, the uh, it's you know what it is is a nucleus magnet. Why can't oh. we have nucleus magnets if we can have time travel arrows? We're all making up science today. Yeah, I want a nucleus. I'm gonna magnet. make a nucleus magnet. I'm gonna point, repoint everything. <laughs> Just suck all the nuclei nuclei to, toward you. First thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna suck all the nuclei toward me. Yeah. Go back in time to when I was like 12. Yeah. And I had my first cup of coffee and knock it out of my dumb hands because everybody in my uh, everybody in my family is. Uh, like all the dudes in my family are two and a half to three inches taller than me. Oh, but I started drinking the six cups of coffee a day. Yeah, and two cans of surge and a mostly sugar-based diet, starting from the time you're twelve. Yeah, that's gonna do it. You know what? If you look really closely on that cup of coffee, yeah, it has a tiny mustache. Tiny mustache. <sighs> Hitler yeah. coffee. Hitler coffee. Ruining it. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. <laughs> How does it make sense? I don't know. I don't know. But wait, maybe think now we're just think we're, about we're, it. We're science bloggers now. <laughs> That's right. That's what we are. Yeah. That's the, that's the, the I want to find out where this leads us. It's obviously early days, but they first, you know, discovered this in 2013. They just confirmed it this year recently. So it's really new. 
Yeah. And what it means is, well, let's just wildly speculate. Well, I mean, we're getting closer. We're getting, we know that our model of the universe doesn't work. That's right. what we know. Right. That's why there are so many people trying to find, like, so many people working on string theory, unified theory, like all these things. There are people that are like, look, there's a fundamental set of rules for this whole thing. This is yeah. this has physical properties, and we need to know what they are. Right. But as we're reaching and as we're finding things that fall outside of our pattern, uh, we come up with these with these theories that are like crazy, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we find we come up with these theories that are like this sort of pop science or or you know science channel 9 p.m on a sunday michio kaku stuff where it's like there's an atom on one side of the galaxy and an atom on the other side of the galaxy and they're inextricably linked you know what i mean and like that's cool and maybe it's true but maybe it's not you know and these are things that come out of like we need theories that explain how the universe works and some of this stuff falls outside of our theory it's like it's like all of the backflips that we did for uh, an Earth-centric universe, right? Mm-hmm. We had to do all these backflips to figure out why these things weren't doing exact patterns, to find out why yeah. the stars weren't moving in a way that made sense, when, yeah. why things were so complicated, right? And this is kind of like the 21st century, ver- 20th, Completely. 21st century version of that. And that's the most exciting part of science, is when something comes into the picture that challenges everything we know, and that forces you to rectify yes. your assumptions and create a new model. This is this is a big deal not because it's going to destroy time travel, not because it's it's throwing all of physics out the window. It's not throwing all of physics out the window. It's right. throwing some of the, it's throwing the higher end particle physics, quantum physics, yeah. the really the really theoretical stuff. It's it's asking for a rework yeah. on Things that we've taken for granted. And I think that's so cool and so interesting. This is the kind of thing that makes scientists go, yes, like researchers and academics go, cool, now we can scrap all this junk, which was obviously too complicated, and start again and be like, okay, what does this mean? Yeah. But also it means no time travel. That's number one. Eh. That's okay. That's all right. I'm, I'm really, I actually, we should not have that. I don't think we would do well with it. I think we would do horribly. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Are you a time traveler? <laughs> yeah. If you're a time traveler, you, tra- you have to tell us. You have to tell us, otherwise it's entrapment. It's yeah. time entrapment. You have it's to- quantum entanglement if you don't tell us. <laughs> uh, what do you guys what do you guys think about this? Uh, and you know, what do you guys think about the way it's being reported? Yeah. We would love to hear Is it is it the kind of thing that makes you read the article and then you actually learn something? Is it is it the spoonful of sugar that makes the medicine go down, or is it misleading? Yeah. I think I think for a lot of people, you see the headline, you click, you read the first paragraph, and you go, "Oh, you jerks!" Yeah. Uh, but let us know. You can hashtag those coffee Hitler mm. uh, and send them to us on Twitter. I'm at a Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. And you know, guys, here's the thing. What's the thing? The thing is this: we need you to review the show. Yeah, five stars actually is preferable. Uh, and uh, need you iTunes, Stitcher. Where yeah. do you li- where are you listen to this thing? Your friend's house. Go to your friend and draw five stars on his forehead. <laughs> we just need five stars. That would be helpful wherever you are because that helps us move to the top of the specific categories we're in. It helps find new concerned citizens. It helps us find a new community for the show. I love the idea of somebody going to their friend's house to listen to our show. Yeah. Like they just, they're making a listening parties. It's a day. Wow. Yeah. And have a listening party. Why don't you? Let's bring those back. That'd be fun. Uh, but go, they're going to ask you to write a review for the oh, show. You don't need to do that. Nobody reads those. No, just write a, just write it like a quick three paragraph time travel fiction. Yeah. Uh, and obviously it's going to be something about Hitler. So please do that. <laughs> <laughs>